Devin, we're recording Eyes Open this week. May the odds be ever in our favor. Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about exile from folklore. Exile. So good. Mm-hmm. And today we are discussing the song Eyes Open from The Hunger Games. Songs from <laughs> District 12 and beyond. Ooh. Eyes Open is the 14th track on The Hunger Games album. Eyes Open was officially released on March 20th, 2012, and this song was solely written by Taylor. Our gal. Taylor, this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. This song has only been played live once. Ooh, in New Zealand on her Speak Now tour back in 2012. Eyes Open has a lyric video that was released on May 17, 2012, and this song reached 19 on the Billboard Hot 100. How about that? That's pretty impressive. Isn't that crazy? I think it must have been when the movie came out and yeah, it was the album came deal. out. And I mean, that was a big movie. Yes. Devin, yes. what do you think about Eyes Open? Eyes Open definitely feels and sounds like it belongs in the Hunger Games. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, it totally sounds like a song that would be played at the opening ceremonies of the Hunger Games <laughs> okay. or whatever. Yeah. You know, or like in the Hunger Games Olympic Village sort of thing, like when you're walking around mm-hmm. and you just go, na, 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 na. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe it wouldn't be the actual theme song of the Hunger Games, mm. but it does sound like it belongs in that world. Yes, the Wh- tribute center. Indeed, which is already, you know, that's a couple of points for this song. Yeah. And besides that, you know, it feels grungy. It's got, mm. you know, very rock and roll, very like, nah. mm-hmm. you know, I feel like her band probably really enjoyed playing this song. Mm her band at that point yeah was speak now so like mm-hmm. she was playing with the cats that she's been playing with for a while yes if you will <laughs> i really really like crazily enough the very beginning when there's like that atmospheric kind of sound going mm-hmm. on where it's very quiet and she's just like singing it's just her voice you got the electric guitar before like the crazy like before that comes in i really like that and then you know the rest of the song is fine the melody is super duper simple she kind of stays in the same register for the entire thing yeah and she kind of keeps hitting the same notes over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and kind of like i said in the coney island episode where she also stays in that register for Mm -hmm. the whole song it gets a little boring for me yeah and it kind of just gets a little jarring like it's just the same like keep your eyes open yeah. You know, it just keeps hitting you over and over, and you don't have to worry about knowing what the song is called. <laughs> no, you're aware. <laughs> yeah, you know this song is called Eyes Open. She she says it quite a bit. Yes. You know, it's fine. I haven't listened to it much. I didn't really know anything about this song prior to this journey we've been on. I mm-hmm. think the only other time I've listened to this song was when we first listened we through did alphabetically. Listen, yeah. And I was like, what is this? this mm-hmm. and you're like oh this is eyes open <laughs> from the hunger games don't you know this one i'm like actually no this is a deep cut yes deep deep cut 
And it wasn't even in the movie, right? No, it was just on the soundtrack. It was just on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So I watched the movie like three times. Mm-hmm. And so I never heard it in the movie. Yeah. So, you know, it's okay. It's repetitive. What about you? What do you think? I agree with you that I think this song definitely works in the world of the Hunger Games and makes sense in context of their world. It's definitely very catchy and it's enjoyable to listen to. I'd ultimately say that it just isn't one of my favorite songs of hers. Yeah. To put into perspective, uh, when Taylor wrote this song, the soundtrack for The Hunger Games came out about five months before Red was released. Oh. So it's post-Speak Now, right before Red, and just knowing what her songwriting was about to come out at that Mm. time, in relation to that, it just feels a lot weaker than, you know... Speak now in red. What was about to happen, yeah. yeah. But I agree. I like the rock feel. I think that it's different and it's fun. I like that grungy thing. I think that the everybody's waiting, everybody's watching hook is very catchy. Mm-hmm. That kind of, that plays in my head. And I, that's my favorite part of the song, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just like the na-na-na-na-na-na. I like it, but I agree with you. It all gets very repetitive. It's not a very detailed song. Mm-hmm. The eyes open part. Is like, yeah, she says it like a million times and it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, we get it. Yeah. And a little on the nose, I guess. Um, on the eyes. On the eyes. <laughs> Ridiculous. But it definitely works for the film. I just think that the other song that Taylor wrote for the film, Safe and Sound, was far superior for sure. to this one. Yeah. So even if we're comparing those two against each other, that's a much better song. Yeah. And then compared to Taylor's entire discography, this is just not one of my favorites. Yeah. I don't even remember this song being on the radio. And it must have been if it hit 19 on Yeah, the it was Hot released 100. as a single, so it must have been. Yeah. And it also was on the soundtrack, so I'm sure people were buying the soundtrack like crazy. Yeah. So it must have been part of that. But I don't remember that either i mean 2012 i I wasn't really listening to the radio i was a montclair state college kid Mm -hmm. who thought musical theater was all there was to the world (laughs) so i wasn't really listening to the radio yeah i mean i wasn't either i was also in school but i think i remember safe and sound coming out and seeing the music video Mm -hmm. and this one i just don't remember like hearing too much about devin do you relate Mm. (laughs) to eyes open well you know i've never been thrown into a horrific tournament where you fight to the death (laughs) Have it? <laughs> no, nor nor do I live in a post-apocalyptic world where this tournament is necessary to keep the public in line. <laughs> you don't. However, we did not plan this whatsoever. Uh, this this weekend was my birthday, mm-hmm. and I got a bottle of wine that was called Tribute. <laughs> you did <laughs> from a, from a good friend. You did. So that happened, uh-huh. and that is definitely Hunger Games. And that was a coincidence, and was it? I don't know. You you volunteer as tribute. I do because it's delicious. <laughs> I volunteer to drink that tribute wine. It's very good. It's very good. But in in all reality, I do not relate to this song at all. No. How about you? Do you relate? Okay, so I, I worked really hard in here because I also have never been in a post apocalyptic world or fought to the death in a tournament. <laughs> So I definitely can't relate to the extreme nature of the Hunger Games. Mm. Thank God. But I really like the lyric. The tricky thing is yesterday we were just children playing soldiers, just pretending, dreaming dreams with happy endings. And so I'm going to relate it to the loss of childhood innocence and happiness when reality hits you as an adult and you have real responsibilities. I like that. That's nowhere near the level of what that lyric means in the context of the Hunger Games, you know? Right. Because they were playing soldiers just pretending and now they're like 
in a war Actually, fighting yeah. to the death. But, you know, that just that idea of, like, losing your innocence and your play and being like, okay, I have real things to do and sure. real responsibilities and that's what life is. Yeah, because ultimately The Hunger Games is just a giant metaphor. Well, it's more like a warning. <laughs> it's a giant metaphor for loss of innocence. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Destruction of youth. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of gossip. As we mentioned earlier, Taylor wrote this track for the soundtrack of the movie The Hunger Games. It was released as the first official single from the soundtrack. Most people probably know The Hunger Games at this point since it was a massive book and movie series. But if you are not familiar with the story, then Devin and my relate to section is probably real confusing. But anyway, if you aren't familiar with The Hunger Games, it's set in this damaged post-apocalyptic America where teenagers fight to the death in a televised event aired annually. And this song was written from the main character Katniss's point of view. Just in time for the Olympics. Yeah, just in time. Very different. Very different, but but the same. But televised communal event. Yes, that's the only thing that's similar. That's the only word that's similar. Competing. Competing. That's part of it. No murder. No, no murder. Some teenagers, though. Yeah. That's the other thing about The Hunger Games. It's all teenagers, age 12 to 18. So if you have never read The Hunger Games or seen the movies, highly recommend. I am a very big Hunger Games fan, I will say. So that's why I did know about this song when it came out, just not as well as the other song that came out with this. Taylor told Rolling Stone that it was an enjoyable change of pace penning tunes for the fictional character Katniss Everdeen rather than writing confessional songs about her own past. She said, Slipping into her mind was such a wonderful break. It's pretty intense writing about my own life, my own struggles. It was almost like a vacation to get to write from someone else's perspective. Mm. Which is really cool, given especially how autobiographical Taylor was at that time. Mm -hmm. Also funny, though, saying it was like a vacation to write from Katniss's perspective, who's (laughs) literally fighting to the death in an arena. (laughs) But she's such a compelling character, Katniss. She's a great character, uh, played by Jennifer Lawrence in the movie. Uh, That's kind of what launched her into... Superstardom. Yeah. Uh, she was already like a known actress, but that was like her big break. Yep. It's also really cool hearing Taylor talk about how much she enjoyed writing from that character's perspective. This is back in 2012, given like how uh, much freedom she's had writing from different perspectives, her folklore and evermore. Right. Really cool. As mentioned earlier, Taylor also contributed a second song to the soundtrack, which was a collaboration with the Civil Wars entitled Safe and Sound. It mm. also had a music video. So good. I really like that song. I like that song a lot more than this one in terms of songs written for The Hunger Games. And there's only two. There's only two. Well, of Taylor's. Of Taylor's. So the soundtrack debuted number one on the Billboard 200. So when this movie came out, it was majorly hyped. Humongo. I mean, the book series was a bestseller, already loved, beloved, big, big deal book series. And then they made this huge blockbuster movie with these big up-and-coming stars. Yeah. So And, like, people were obsessed. And, like, so much, like merch and people dressing like the characters mm-hmm. and you know being team Peter or team Gale and right. it was a big deal so the fact that the soundtrack debuted number one is pretty crazy other artists who also contributed to this soundtrack include I'm gonna list them all 
Arcade Fire, Kid Cuddy, The Secret Sisters, Nico Case, Punch Brothers, The Decemberists, Carolina Chocolate Drops, Glenn Hansgard, Maroon 5, Rosie Crean, Miranda Lambert, Pistol Annie's, Jamie D, The Low Anthem, and Birdie. Mm. So it was a very varied soundtrack. Eclectic. Yeah. And kind of like folky, country, indie, alternative, like all kind of combination. Very, very interesting. The lyric video for Eyes Open shows the words handwritten in different formats of pieces of notebook paper that Mm -hmm. get crumpled. It's interesting because it's a very lighthearted lyric video for such a serious song. Mm -hmm. Like, it's colorful and cutesy, but that really doesn't go with the song. I like the lyric video a lot. Yeah. It just doesn't connect with the song. It's weird that that was released when, like, Safe and Sound had its own music video that was kind of in theme. I enjoyed the lyric video, but it didn't connect to the Hunger Games at all. At all. Though Taylor confirmed that this song is written from Katniss's perspective... I actually believe that Taylor wrote an accidental allegory for her life and what massive fame means to her. Oh. It was almost future casting for some of what was to come in her life. Hearing the lyrics today, everybody's waiting for you to break down. Everybody's watching to see the fallout. Mm. Listening to that all these years later, it's really hard to not attribute those lyrics in some way to how people were watching Taylor's rise to fame and the fallout of summer 2016. Mm -hmm. And I know these lyrics weren't written for that purpose because they were written four years before that, but they totally fit in that narrative. And it's just interesting, these mm. thoughts that were going around in her head thinking about this fictional story. But I feel like there's part, some part of like the idea of like fame or what it means to be watched yeah. in her head. And so it felt like future casting to me, wow. sadly, that like I couldn't hear that lyric and not think about everyone watching Taylor and waiting for that fallout. Sure. And people celebrating her downfall. Yeah. Just just awful. Crazy. Yeah. What is your favorite lyric in Eyes Open? Okay, so the lyric itself is not that great. Okay. <laughs> but I picked it because of the way that she sings it okay. in the song. Okay? okay. So when she sings in the second verse, but turn around, oh, they've surrounded you. It's a showdown and nobody comes to save you now. Mm. She pops up. Yeah. And it totally changes the melodic line of the verse. Mm -hmm. And then it also is like a little call and response too. in there. There's a little background vocal that comes in too. Mm -hmm. And it's just so kind of refreshing in the middle of the song to have like, but turn around. Yeah. You know, it it gives it this little extra like pop up where I'm like, oh, why didn't she do that the other time? Or why hasn't she, you know, popped up into a different register in other parts of the song. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, so I really like that. So the lyric itself is kind of... Hunger Games. Hunger Gamesy. Mm-hmm. But the melodic line of that line is what makes me like that line. Very cool. I like that take. Indeed. What about you? What is your favorite line? So my favorite line is, Every lesson forms a new scar. Mm. Other than the obvious Hunger Games, you learn these different lessons to survive... I find that lyric to be very reminiscent of the lyric with every guitar string scar on my uh-huh, hand uh-huh. from Lover. Uh-huh. Um, it's cool. So that feels very Taylor. Every lesson forms a new scar. I feel yeah. like Taylor feels that. She feels her scars both metaphorically and yeah. physically. Yeah. So I liked connecting it that way. I like that. Thank Look you. at you. Connecting things where perhaps there was no connection to be had. That's my job as Gossip Gab. Yes. So from 1 to 10, songs written for The Hunger Games. Oh! Devin, what do you rate Eyes 
open. <laughs> so I'm thinking about other songs in like the same sort of feeling that I have of like, oh, wow, I'm not going to listen to this song very much. Mm-hmm. And I have, you know, it's not really my favorite. Mm hmm. Because it's hard with Taylor's stuff, you know, because it's it's so good. But we're we're grading here on on the hundred and seventy six songs. Yeah, on a Taylor curve. On a Taylor curve. So I ha- I have to give it a two. Wow. Yeah, I have to because comparatively to other songs I've rated, like I don't like this one nearly as much mm-hmm. as I like Coney Island more. Wow. And yeah. You really don't like Coney Island. Or no, Closure is still below this, but Coney. <laughs> Coney Island, like, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually heard it on in a coffee shop the other day, and I mm-hmm. was like, huh, I can get with this. For the record, I still love that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Gab? On a scale of one to ten songs written for The Hunger Games, what would you give this song? So, I just, I feel badly about it, but I also, I'm just not a huge fan of this song. I just don't turn to it. I do find it catchy, but it's kind of, like, great for one verse, and that's about it for mm. me, sadly. Um, so I'm going to give this song a four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Is Eyes Open your favorite Taylor Swift song? Do you also agree with us that it's not one of your favorites? Hmm. Had you never heard of The Hunger Games before this podcast? Had you ever heard of this song before mm. this podcast? Deep Are cut. you Team Gail or <sighs> Team Pita. That's a good question. Let us Very know. Good question. Maybe we'll reveal how we feel about it. Be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you're listening to this right now. And if you get a moment, please rate us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Well, wow. That was actually our last E song. Woohoo. Whoa. Next week, new letter. New letter, which I think is F. I think that's how the alphabet mm. works. And I believe we're going to False God from Lava. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tazy. Thanks for listening. See you next time.